Hello, everyone. This is Ron Bush, and you're listening or watching the Information Playground. I'm Ron Bush. I own Ron Bush Consulting, and uh, we are a cybersecurity consultancy company. Uh, we've got a book on a uh, Amazon called uh, Staying Safe in a Very Dangerous World. That was written before COVID-19. It was dangerous then. Still is getting more dangerous. Um, so if you're listening to us on in Valparaiso, Indiana, I hope you've got your radio set to 103.1. That's WVLP, a local radio station. They do a great work, uh, work and job in the community. Uh, if you're not there, I hope you, you check it out. Stream from uh, WVLP.org. Go to the website, check out all they're doing in the community, and become a part of that. It's a, it's a, it's a way to make a positive contribution. Um, if you're interested in underwriting this program or any of them on uh, uh, WVLP, just go to the website and they can, uh, you'll find out how to do it. Um, the information uh, playground is available to you on demand as well. Just about any of the podcasting platforms. I know it's on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, and a bunch of others. You can also find us on YouTube um, under the Information Playground. So with all that said, we've got a, a great guest today. Uh, regular viewers or uh, listeners will recognize him. John Lawrence, how are you today? Good, good. Thanks. Thanks for the introduction, Ron. Yeah. Would you tell folks a little bit about you? I know you're you're a forensics guy for the Munster PD, but but tell everybody the right way, who you are sure. and what you do. Sure, sure. Uh, my name is John Lawrence. I work for Munster PD and also uh, as a digital forensics analyst and intelligence analyst. Um, most recently, uh, we basically put out a document every day about COVID with all the stuff going on in Northwest Indiana uh, and, and Illinois, uh, especially when new executive orders come out for it. Uh, we want to give that out to the community and everything like that, our, our NISA partners and, and anybody else we can get it into their hands uh, just to share information, especially you know, in times of COVID with the, with the uh, vaccine coming out and everything like that. Um, I also teach along with Ron at Ivy Tech in Valparaiso, and I also teach at Moraine Valley in uh, Palos, Illinois. Excellent. Yeah, you, you're all over the place. You all kind over of like Santa place. Claus. You're everywhere. <laughs> yes. yes. So yes. Um, we always talk. John teaches uh, cyber forensics or forensics at yes. uh, Ivy Tech. Mm -hmm. So we always talk about cybersecurity and things that are going on. Uh, John, you've got an article here that uh, we're both uh, really interesting, and the title of the article is "Things to Watch for in uh, or to Watch Out for in 2021," mm -hmm. since we're uh, kissing the new year almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the lead uh, thing with this, the one, the the lead article, the number one article on this is more pandemic related phishing. Yeah. Let's uh, let's explain. I know most of our listeners know what phishing is, but let's start there, explain what phishing is, and then talk about how the pandemic has helped uh, cyber criminals. Well, I would say the pandex, pandemic, you know, phishing uh, uh, attacks probably started back in February or March of this year. 
and really started ramping up, especially with people wanting to donate or to buy uh, PPEs, you know, uh, for law enforcement or for hospitals, anything like that. So the, that's where the phishing scams began. They're either phishing, you know, going, hey, you know, we're donating all this kind of stuff. We're looking for donations to help with this. And there's nothing behind it. It's just scamming people or, um, uh, or, or basically they're, they're saying, Hey, you're donating stuff, you know, we'll, we'll help with it. We'll, you know, we'll partner up. We'll, we'll do all this stuff. And then it never, never happens. And some way or another, they end up stealing all the material and everything like that, that we're going to make PBEs or uh, get hand sanitizer to people, or they make bogus hand sanitizer that's burning people and causing physical harm mm -hmm. to them because they're using dangerous chemicals, you know, instead of it. Um, there's been a lot of that, a lot of that going around. And um, being that we're still in the pandemic, even though that the vaccine's probably going to be nationwide probably in three to four months, hopefully, um, it's still going to be going around. You know, there's always people, you know, uh, uh, falsely, uh, you know, representing themselves as the Red Cross or, you know, any, any kind of, you know, non-for-profit organization. Um, I get calls, I don't know, monthly, you know, that some police department that I know is donating or looking to donate money from them, you know, and it's like, hmm, this number is an 847 number. That's not even in the state we're in. Right. And, and who are you? And I'm like, did you know you called the police department? And then usually the phone hangs, right? <laughs> um, but, but it's, it's never going to stop. <laughs> if there's, if there's easy ways to try to get money, being email, you know, uh, over a website, you know, where they, 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 you know, duplicate the website mm -hmm. and, and, and you click on it and it takes you somewhere else, or you're clicking on a link in an email, anything like that. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's squatting, uh, where they, they, uh, they take a, a website with a name close to, to uh, to the one that, that they want you to go to. You click on it in the email, you go there, it looks like the Red Cross or in the beginning of this, uh, I think it was February or March, the CDC got mm -hmm. uh, had this happen to them. That's correct. Um, and so I think if I remember right, the uh, the criminals got about 100,000 out of that scam just mm -hmm. in a matter of hours, people mm -hmm. wanting to help. Um, sometimes they take you to a website that's infected. So now you don't know it, but you're infected from their website. Uh, and sometimes that happens to legitimate websites too. Uh, you know, not every, and I know this because I offer it as a service, a lot of businesses don't think to, uh, uh, either they don't think to, to secure their website or they don't think they need to secure their website once they know they should. Um, and so they don't. So an awful lot of legitimate businesses have websites that are, um, well, that have viruses in them or, or other nasty stuff attached to them. So all that said, um, 
the pandemic has just created another market. Uh, you've already got cute puppies and uh, you've already got uh, celebrity pictures and all the other stuff. This is just another, another target market for them to hit. Um, you mentioned the, uh, well, let's go on because this comes up a little later. Well, and also the other thing is, is uh, through social media, you know, like Facebook and stuff like that, where people are trying to buy PS5s and everyone's like, oh, we got them for a thousand bucks. And all of a sudden you find out it's three people in a parking lot and no PS5. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's also happening with uh, pandemic uh, supplies, you know, with, with uh, PPEs and, and, and uh, hand sanitizer and stuff like that, that they're trying to sell it over, you know, Facebook and, and eBay and stuff like that. So it's still, people still have to, you know, protect themselves and do some research before they're just jumping in, you know, every, every day on the news, there's a, a 12 to 16 year old kid who has a thousand dollars that's burning a hole in his pocket. He can't wait for the PS5. And he's like, oh, I got ripped off. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. But, you know, they, they're not thinking, they just want what they want when they want it. And they think that they're going to get it. You know, I've, I've often wondered why is it now? I don't, I don't want everybody that's on the right side of the law to start thinking like a criminal. Don't, don't yeah. take this away from me, but take that away from what I'm going to say. Why is it that people cannot understand that criminals think like criminals, you know, to, to expect everybody to, to deliver what they say they will. Hey, I got a PS5 for a thousand bucks. You can have it. Yeah. Why would you think that would be legit? I mean, why? Would... I, I, well, I mean, think about it. it. There's all different kinds of secondhand apps now, like because it's blowing up. People made, you see people making all kinds of money legitimately through eBay. Sure. You know, uh, uh, through, you know, all the other, uh, and there's a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of things like that. But every once in a while on eBay and stuff like that, people get scammed mm -hmm. and that person's removed from it. Well, all those people that are getting removed from it are going to these brand new ones that are popping up on your phone, yeah. you know, you know, get, you know, throw away trash or, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. If you're going to do it, say the only way you're going to pick it up is meet at a police station. Every police station knows about these scams. Everybody knows about it. And you do the transaction in our parking lot or in our lobby or any lobby, any, you know, they're going you know, we even have signs up saying, if you're doing transactions, come inside, you know, you know, so I had a young person tell me that they had done that and they, and they actually bought the, the system online mm -hmm. uh, for eight something, whatever it's going for. And then they sold it for a thousand bucks. And the person that they that wanted to meet them, they weren't going to ship it through eBay because they didn't want to pay the shipping. They didn't have yeah. that big a margin between what they'd sold, what have you. So they met him at the police department. And I'm thinking it was in the parking lot. You actually had people come in the, the lobby and do these transactions? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we try to promote it at every one of our town hall meetings or crime watch meetings. Uh, 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 Rami is part of our uh, crime watch captain, 
uh-huh. you know, shout out to Rami. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but yeah, we do all that kind of stuff um, to make sure that everybody's safe and, and, and there's no, you know, at least as, as minimal criminal activity in town as possible. Uh-huh. You know? But just because you don't live in Munster doesn't mean that there no other police department will allow this because everyone wants the transaction safely, especially like um, I, I, I'm drawing a blank on all the other, you know, like uh, eBay-like uh, yeah, websites. I don't even buy but, on eBay. If, yeah. if they don't have it at Amazon, I probably don't need it. So yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but like Craigslist. Yeah. Craigslist you know um a lot of people are getting robbed because they're like oh i don't drive can you drive the product to me uh-huh you know and they're like oh well you know i'll, I'll be out in front of my house you know it's not their house right. and take the item from you and walk away uh-huh. you know there's there's a lot of scams to it and and what we were talking about before the show uh all the car thefts and and robberies that are occurring and please please be aware of your surroundings yeah. you know when you're out late at night and and you know it's it's just not safe out there you know you and you again just to we're veering from our, our yeah we uh, are i know I topics. <laughs> but but you really amazed me when you were talking before we we started recording about how many carjackings there are you know, I don't, I, I confess, I don't, I might read the news. I might go online and, and, and look at news stories, but I don't, I don't watch the local stuff that much because it's always people doing stupid stuff and getting hurt by it, you know? Yes. It's always. Uh, I just get tired of listening to it. I, it oh yeah. <laughs> we get tired. Of <laughs> I don't know how you live with it. Honestly, I really don't. So you're a nice guy and you got a good sense of humor. I don't know how you deal with this stuff every day. <laughs> oh, it's it's brutal. It's brutal. It's but, brutal. But people leave their their key fob in their car. They leave it running and they go in to get a cup of coffee and then they wonder why somebody steals their car. Or uh, they leave it in their driveway with the key fob in it. Yes, yes. So I, I mean, and I get it. When I was a kid, I I worked at a white ham pantry and when I would come home from school or whatever, I'd leave my car running. I'd go in, never thought anything of it. 30 years later, uh-huh. people are smarter and they're like, oh, a crime of opportunity. Yeah. Get the car <laughs> and drive away and who's going to stop them? Because these people that are running, they're, it's fight or flight and they're all into flight. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if they take out your car or not or take out somebody else's car. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, uh, state police with helicopters at night now to help kind of uh, stop this. We had a helicopter help us chase down a car um, a week ago, you know. Um, uh, uh, the other day, there were a, a car driving through the suburbs going down south, and they were just driving through red lights, you know, and, and zipping around cars. And our, our officer is like, I'm not going to endanger anybody's life we're, we're stopping here you know uh, it it's the it's the latest craze because they don't i don't mean to get on a soapbox right now and we'll get back to what we're talking about but the the repercussions of auto theft is less than 
a teenager stealing a cell phone from a cell phone store. Yeah. I, I just... And and that's and that goes with whatever harm they do to the person taking the car, um, any kind of insurance damage, any 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 you know resulting damage to other people or other cars all plays into it and and it's less time than that where uh where more time comes in is if they have you know if they're criminal if they've caught with a gun if they're over age you know or, or over 21 i should say mm -hmm. um there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it and and seeing it every day and seeing our guys putting their life on the line all the time you know there's something's got to be done yeah. you know I, I just can't imagine how we let our priorities slip the way they have i i rip off a car a phone in a in a cell store uh, uh like a verizon store or something and and i get much more time for that than i do if i if i stop some poor person open their car yank them out drag them for a while maybe maybe hold them up, maybe steal their stuff at the same time, maybe hit them a few times. You know, all of this stuff just comes into play unless I'm a felon and I've got a stolen gun on me because I'm not going to have a legal gun on me. That's right. Uh, uh, unless I'm a felon with a stolen gun, I'm pretty much walking. Mm -hmm. I, that's just, it's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. You know, and then one of, just like in that same scenario you were saying, then they, they ditch the car, you know, the innocent person's car into a, a swamp or a ditch or a, you know a pond and the car's ruined and they they're swimming away Jeez. you know yeah you know and and i'm a video game guy i'm not going to say you know grand theft auto or all that other stuff didn't put stuff like this into their heads yeah but it, you know they get it from somewhere they're either getting it from older older people that are doing it because um uh, uh, one of the reports I was reading in Illinois, uh, one adult and four kids were going around stealing cars. So he was showing them the ropes. So all their, the, the four underage kids are going to juvenile hall, mm. you know, and the older guy went to adult jail. Yeah. And, uh, you know, is it going to stop these four kids? You know, are they, you know, do they need to be prosecuted like adults? And it's it's sad because that's 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 four lives right there that this one guy ruined. Yeah. You know, what is what's the old Charles Dickens Oliver Twist? Is that where the the pickpocket teaches isn't yeah. it Oliver the, how yep. to how to pick yep. pockets and all that? Yeah, we, we haven't evolved from that. Nope, no, we have not. And and then look at going back to cyber. And where do you think all the cyber criminals are getting it from? They go on to the dark web. Yeah. They buy a lot of the links. They they're script kitties. They're they're buying everything because they, look at that. You don't get chased. You, you're not seen. Yeah. You know, it's all undercover. There's there's you know more reward, less whatever because if, if consequences. Not, yeah. Yeah. If you're not if you're not stealing over a certain dollar amount. The feds aren't after you. No one's after you. If you're in Jamaica and you're you're hitting somebody in America, yep. nobody cares. Nobody cares. If they're outside the U.S., unless it happens to be Canada or Great Britain, mm -hmm. after that, I mean, that's pretty much, they're scot-free. Scot-free. It, it just, and they don't have to go to the dark web to learn how to do it. There's great YouTube videos 
on everything. And a lot of the stuff is available on the World Wide Web. You don't have to go to the dark web. It's free. Mm -hmm. It just is crazy. Just absolutely crazy. What a crazy world. It, there, I've only had maybe one or two students that I, I sat in the classroom going, I can't believe I'm teaching this kid this and he's going to turn around and yeah. do this outside the classroom. All the other students I've ever had, you know, understand the responsibility of it, want to go into the field, want to be yeah. somebody to help with this. But there's people out there that that see the ease of, of doing a lot of this. And, you know, how are they going to catch me? How are they going to do this? In a, world, in a world where, where young people aren't taught values, they aren't taught ethics, they're, they're not taught morals, mm -hmm. and, you know, they see a, a way to easy money. And let's face it, every movie they see glorifies this stuff. Most television shows glorify this stuff. Not all of them. I mean, everything in the entertainment industry is bad. But, but an awful lot of them are. The games, I mean, you don't have to be a, a, a mental giant to figure out with that much input telling them to do it and nothing telling them not to do it mm -hmm. it's the old devil and angel on the shoulder well the the devil's the only one's got a voice yeah you know yeah. It, it it i'm amazed it isn't worse than it is you know maybe it is and we just haven't heard worst of it i don't know so i'm getting depressed it, let's say well well something something to to think about and it comes back to cybersecurity. One of the cars that we recovered had a tablet in it, and it was called X-Tool. Mm -hmm. This device, we started researching that with under a minute on any Dodge car mm -hmm. from 2020 down to 2001, yeah. can reprogram a key, enter the car, and steal the car in under a minute without breaking anything on the car. Yeah. Um, it, it has the ability, like when you hit the, uh, the alarm button on it, to capture the alarm button so it can do like the open sesame trick uh -huh. and unlock the car. Then they use it to clone the key inside the car and drive away. Mm -hmm. Now, the one that we recovered had every car manufacturer on it. I was looking for my car on it and I'm like, Hey, guess what? My car's secure. <laughs> Good enough. That's all I care about. But that's why if you start looking at all these cars that are being stolen, they're, they're Jeeps, they're Dodges because the cheap, the keys are cheap. Yeah. They could steal the keys, steal cars and keep the keys, ditch the car when it's, you know, ruined or whatever, you know, they're, they're going to find it. And then they take that key and go steal another one. They go to parking lots. They go everything like that. And it's, it's very easy. I'll and never forget when I had a, uh, a sports car, which is not that many years ago. I'm sitting at the, or uh, parked at the post office and I'm, I'm walking into it to pick up some mail or to mail something. Mm -hmm. And the kid says, oh, cool car. It was a, it was a little uh, uh, BMW uh, Z car. Sure. And, and so He's, he's going on and he looks in, and he says, oh, you got a theft deterrent. I said, what? And he said, yeah, nobody knows how to drive a stick anymore. <laughs> I got to steal your car. I may go buy another one with a stick. I agree with that. We were, we were just having that discussion where kids don't want to learn how to drive stick. That was the yeah. first car I ever learned how to drive. Yeah. You know, 
Well, the, it wasn't yeah. the first car. I learned how to drive stick. Uh, we're way off the subject now. <laughs> but I got a job when I was 17 at an automotive repair place. And the first week, I don't know if it was the first day, but right new on the job, I'm still wanting to impress the boss and keep my job. Sure. He says, we need uh, these tires delivered over at this other store. Well, I had no idea what that other store was. He said, take the, take the van and, and run them over there. It was a standard, which had the, the shift on ran the column. The, ran the column, sure. And, sure. and the clutch. I'd never driven a clutch. I'd seen people move the stick around on the column. I didn't know beans about it. I don't know why, because he watched me for a minute as I backed it up to the wall well, I'd meant to go forward. I'm like that commercial where, where the guy looks behind him and instead he wipes out everything in front of him. Well, I was the opposite. I was backing up and I meant to go forward. And I, you know, I don't know why that thing had a clutch left in it by the time I got to the, the other store and back to the, the store I'd left. But that's how I learned to drive a stick. So I, I, I you know, my, my own son had no desire to learn the stick. And uh, I'm, I don't know that I would have let him drive that sports car when he was a kid anyway, but, <laughs> but I might have, but I, uh, I won't say I did in case he watches this. I, oh, of course, of yeah. course. But still, I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. So we're way off the subject, but I, I got to tell you, I really have appreciated the conversation and, and I hope everyone's enjoying listening to it. I'm going to take a quick break because we're at that place. I'm a little early, but we're at that point where it's good to, to get it done and out of the way. So you're listening to Ron Bush. I own Ron Bush Consulting and we're a cybersecurity consultancy. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, ronbushconsulting.com. I like things simple when I can keep them that way. Cybersecurity is complex enough. <laughs> Cybersec or ronbushconsulting.com. So uh, email me, ron at ronbushconsulting.com. Uh, if you're interested in, in the show, and I hope you are. If you if you catch us on demand, subscribe to YouTube or subscribe to our channel on uh, podcasting. I would love to to hear you that that way you know when a new program is is being posted. But if you're listening to us uh, on radio, you're in Valparaiso, Indiana, and I love WVLP. They do a great work in the community. Check out their website wvlp.org. If you'd like to underwrite this program or anything, uh, any of their other programs, wouldn't say anything else they have, but any other uh, of their other programs, you can do that right there on the website. So check them out and uh, stream us if you if you're uh, if you're of mind to. We're on Monday mornings from eight to nine, and Friday afternoons from one to two. WVLP.org. John, how can people reach you if they're interested in what we're talking about uh, and want to talk further with you? Sure, sure. Uh, you can always reach out to me uh, through uh, Munster Police Department. Uh, my email address is j-l-o-h-r-e-n-t-z at munster.org. And uh, if, if we can't help you, if, if there's something serious, we definitely have the contacts to get other people to help you. Great, great. So I don't know. I don't know if we want to pick up where we left off or go to the Nigerian prince. I, I think we could, we, could, we could go back to our list and see if we can make it to the end. That's what I'm thinking. So the Nigerian prince, here's the old scam. And the Nigerian prince scam existed before the internet. It didn't yeah. just start with emails. But, but most people will be familiar with it through emails. So you get this email from this Niger guy claims to be a Nigerian prince. And it's, you know, it's probably from Nigeria. Who knows? And so 
he says he's got $120 million that uh, sometimes they put it in their whatever the, the currency is for Nigeria, mm -hmm. but it, it equates to 120 million US dollars. And he wants your help to help him get that money out of his country. And he, there's all different reasons. There's all different versions of the scam. Now, any thinking person or even comatose maybe, you got to ask yourself, I don't know this guy. He's a prince in Nigeria, he says, and he's got 120 million bucks. How, how did he ever find me, little old me, to help him move all of this money? I, it, it boggles the mind that it ever worked, and yet it still works. Well, it's working it's, today. Yeah, you could you could find it. It's uh, we periodically look for it in in like eBay on through newspapers through. Uh, you know, uh, any kind of social media stuff, because what they're doing is, is they're like, hey, we're, we're a company, we're hiring you, mm -hmm. and um, checks and, and stuff will come to you, and you'll have to deliver it or deposit the check and move the check along. Mm -hmm. So right there, they're telling you you're a mule, Yeah, you're going to deposit probably illegal money into your bank account, you keep some, you send it forward, they take your money away from you and say, you know, you're sending this to, you know, illegally and, and uh, they're going after, you know, big time charges against you for wire fraud and all kinds of stuff. And I don't understand why Chicago Sun-Times or Tribune you know, they still put these in the want ads, hmm. you know, or, or Craigslist, Craigslist full of them. You can go look at them now saying, no, make 30 to 50 bucks an hour for doing transactions. And I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 they're, I think they're contributing to part of it because yeah. if they didn't advertise this stuff, you know, it, 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 people wouldn't be more inclined to try to do it because they're trusting that, you know, the Chicago Sun-Times or the Tribune or whatever are, are trying to be a little more legitimate, maybe not Craigslist or, you know, Facebook or something like that. But it's, it's the same Nigerian print scam, now cyber. It's now all over the place, you know. Yeah. So moving on to the third one, accelerating ransomware attacks. Now, yeah. I've got a student that dug up some, uh, I've got to find out his source. I haven't done that yet. Hmm. But he, he uh, in, a, in a paper, uh, talked about how in 2018, the FBI did a survey or a study. Mm -hmm. They did research and discovered that, um, oh, a, a crazy number of, of attacks happened that were documented, they estimated that those attacks on Americans were only 15% of what had actually happened. I can't remember the figure they had that they built on, but that came out to 20, no, 233 million attacks. And a good major, a good number of those um, are ransomware attacks. Mm -hmm. So you, you know why, right? Because people either don't report them, they pay the, they pay like community hospital. Uh -huh. uh, it, and it ties into our pandemic that 
so now we have a bunch of people on life support systems or or ventilators, mm-hmm. you know, on pandemic. And what if community hospital gets ransomware and yeah. they shut everything down through through a breach attack simulation? Mm-hmm. And basically they shut down the building and say, hey, we're going to shut down the building if you don't pay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not going to report it. They're going to pay and just go right through business. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll report it later on down the road. There's a lot of companies that get hit and people recover from. I We helped uh, a NISA member uh, recover from it because their IT department was on vacation. Like, you know, it was a prime time. The whole department? The whole department. Got oh, my gosh. So, so they're like, hey, we need some help. Our guys flying back from Hawaii. You know, and I'm like, sure, you know, you're going to have to help me with your network. You're going to have to give me some information to get on. And, and we did a recovery, you know, they, their backup was poor. Uh, And so uh, they learn they need to do better backups or Mm -hmm. timely backups or, or complete backups. Um, So a day or two, they were able to get back online and do payroll and, and stuff like that. And the guy then could rebuild his servers, but they never paid. (laughs) So, you know, are they in, and they're not out anything other than time and energy, you know, so are they going to report something like that? We've been watching that for a couple of years now. And I, I could understand that like, or when Atlanta was attacked Mm -hmm. and the whole city of Atlanta was down. How many people are that, you know, were they reported or is that just considered one massive attack instead of 30,000 businesses? Yeah. Now, the the scary thing, those are excellent examples. The, the figure that I could remember was 85% of the crimes did not get reported, 85%. But, you know, to, to go along with your examples and, and I that's wonderful that you were able to help that one company. But the last two years is started really started in 2019. It's been done before that, but we started seeing a trend in 2019 to combine attacks. Mm-hmm. So now they dec- encrypt your, your data, but they steal it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now there's two ways this, this, this fleshes out or this works out. One, you say, no, I got good backups. I don't need you and I don't need what you've got. I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, uh, restore. Mm-hmm. Well, now they say, oh, yeah? Well, we're going to post everything that you've got on the web. Mm-hmm. So guess what? None of your private data is private anymore. Nope. Or they take your money, and now you've raised your hand as the mm-hmm. gift that keeps on giving because they know they can hit you again, and they can sell your information to other hackers that will also hack you and uh, and extort money from you mm-hmm. so now they take your money for for the the uh, ransomware and they still post it on the web or they sell it to mm-hmm. other on the dark web mm-hmm. and they sell it all over the dark web mm-hmm. so it, it becomes at this point there's no win to this you got to have good backups or you're dead in the water because one out of five don't give you the decryption key you give them oh. the money they don't give you the key to unlock it I mean, it is bad business for them not to give it to you. It you is. know, if they want to keep making money, they are going to 
give it out. But yes, we've seen stats of one in six even not pay out. But every time I know somebody that paid, like mm-hmm. the hospital or even, you know, Strachan Van Til, mm-hmm. you know, when they had to publicize that they were attacked, they paid, they got the, they got the, uh, the key for it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, 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 you know, did it solve the problem? You know, were they able to fix everything? They're not there as customer support. They're, here's our money. Here's your key. See you later. We'll see you in a year. Yeah. Back you again. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it's, it's a, it's a rough thing, especially depending on the, on the industry that you're in that, yeah. Uh, healthcare, you know, facilities under attack, you know, they've been hit the hardest and probably government after that. And counties. And then anything, and then banks, financial institutions, that's going to be on the rise. You know, healthcare is always going to be a target. You know, it's, I can go online and pay a dollar for a social security number. I can go online and it'll cost me 35 to 50 bucks or all the way up past a thousand for a medical record depends on the on the on the record oh sure sure i mean it takes longer to be discovered there's a lot more income involved in it you can sell things all over the place and you've got health insurance identity theft i mean there's just a zillion ways to make money off of a zillion yes yes so um i and that's the thing that people you know back to my earlier comment you know it it boggles the mind again i don't want people to think like criminals but stop for a minute. You almost have to. You almost have to because you you see the goal of the criminal, yeah. and you see how you're a victim, yeah. and that's how you have to prevent it. It's it's no simpler than that. Yeah. When you and, talked to earlier about the kid stealing the car, yeah, and running through all the red lights, didn't care you know who he hit or or yeah. who who he ran over or anything else. Well, it's yeah. it's even worse online. They're not going to see you. Nope. No, there's no physical danger to it. Nope. And if they're outside the country, they've got a great chance of not being busted for it. They can just steal to their heart's content. And especially when it comes down to ethics, because you don't even see the person you're harming. You don't see yeah. any any victim in any shape or form. And it's a lot easier to do it and again and again. Yeah. And especially if they're making money off of it. What's going to prevent them from doing it? And honestly, it's it's hard for me to fathom anybody not making money off of it. I, and oh. I hate to say that. It's too easy because Americans are too easy. We just, we either refuse to recognize there's a problem or refuse to educate ourselves in the problem. We just are in the state of deniability, to use an old joke, because it, I mean, why me? It'll be the other yeah. guy. I yeah, don't have right. any money. Uh, you know, my business is small. They'll go after Forbes or somebody, you know, that they're, they're not going to be after me. Well, buddy, they you're a name on a list and they're going to get to you just like they do all the big cats. Yep. And, and they're specialists. Uh, you know, there's guys that specialize in the fortune 500. There's other guys that specialize in the SMB market, just like all other industries. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a trillion dollar industry that is already bigger than illegal drug trade. Oh yeah. It's already bigger than that. And I don't know any industry that, that's bigger. It, number one, as far as, pro, as uh, revenue goes, it would have to be cybercrime 
Number two would be illegal drugs. And I don't know what number three is. I've, you might. You're in the business. Yeah, yeah. it probably something, something cash, right? Yeah. Something cash. Like <laughs> when I worked for an ATM company, you know, it seems like a lifetime ago now, like 10 years ago, that was when a lot of the ATM skimmers were out there, you know, everywhere, you know, and now there's a lot of protections on it. You only see that happen out in the boonies, some bank way down south where there's no one around so that they could, you know, get up on the ATM, install their equipment and leave and then come back and get it. Right. Um, a lot of people try to steal credit card machines from uh, uh, point of sale terminals like at uh, uh, my experience was uh, Jewel, you know, but you, you do it at Target anywhere like that because they hold the credit card information. You steal that, they could take all that information off and make cards. You could go to, you know, uh, uh, any, any site online, you just have to Google, you know, blank credit cards mm -hmm. and you could buy them a hundred at a time. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of cases of people with a credit card skimmer that work at fast food locations. Like I stopped giving my bank cards or credit cards at fast food when I'm going through drive throughs because they swipe it and then charge it and they keep it. Um, the latest scam is, is they don't make the card. They instantly transfer money over Facebook. They put in the card information and transfer it to their Facebook account. And then they move it. So if they have a fake Facebook account and they move it on, how are you going to catch them? <laughs> There's always something new. Always something, something new. new. And it's because it's just like the war on terrorism where we have to be right all the time. Terrorist only has to be right once. Well, it's the same thing with the cyber criminal. And again, there I, I people tell me on password. I had one tell me the other day. You know, well, um, you know, I write it in and they named this foreign language, of course, to us, foreign language. Sure. And and I reminded them, you know, I've had people, I had one through me for a second that they knew it. That, oh, my passwords are all in Gaelic. Well, I hate to tell you, but the Irish have hackers too. <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it just protects you here, but not anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Well, any language will protect you here. Americans are famous for being Uno language, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not bilingual. We're we're Americans. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but it just you know it amazes me how how this all works. It all comes together. We best go on because we're I'm uh, repeating myself. <laughs> oh, here. We like the sidetrack. That's okay. <laughs> we're we're used to this. Our our communication, <laughs> our talks. I I cherish them deeply. Me too. And and everyone else will catch on eventually. <laughs> That's I don't know. I don't know if they can see the shiny things like you and I see. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Uh, it's educating people, not just in cyber, mm -hmm. but how to how to protect yourself outside your house or inside your house, yeah. you know, in, 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 in a, a, you know, a chaotic way, all these things we're talking about are all connected, just done in different forms. So I don't, I really don't think we always go off the handle. We <laughs> may just, you know, go into cyber in some different angle that we didn't think we were talking about at the beginning <laughs> of the show, but it all makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah, sure. Beginning sure. to 
sound like the three stooges here, Curly, I think. But, uh, <laughs> so uh, number four was growing numbers of cloud breaches. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of my clients are in, in the cloud and I've been, I've been pro cloud back when mm -hmm. people were still asking me about white fuzzy things in the sky. Uh, you know, it, it, it just, um, it amazes me that, that people will go, they can shop for the right cloud. Let's say they, they use something common. Everybody will be familiar with iCloud or Google cloud or mm -hmm. uh, Microsoft's is now uh, one, OneDrive, I think it is. Yeah, it was yeah. SkyDrive to start with, and I think it's OneDrive now. So those are all decent clouds. Dropbox, there's oh, Google Dropbox Drive. Thing. Yeah, oh yeah, there's all kinds of them. But people don't think about buying like a a hive, you know, where it's a combination of both secure and public because yeah. of price wise and and different things like that. And those are the ones really under attack. Yeah, you know it. it, it, it Look at Amazon. Amazon will rent anybody's servers because they have so many cloud servers. You know, you could go there and get that. A lot of people use cloud server servers for Bitcoin, mm -hmm. you know, storing movies or torrents or, or everything like that. I thought that that really was going to be the future, you know, five years ago, mm -hmm. you know, and that everyone would have cloud services for everything in their house you know they're all their iot devices everything mm -hmm. um uh there's a security company that does cameras as i do a a shameless plug for wise cameras uh -huh. <laughs> um everything's cloud and it and it's self-disclosure you're not affiliated oh, with them yeah, yeah right i'm not an employee <laughs> I, nothing it's cheap it's fantastic uh -huh. um but uh it, it it's it's all cloud i mean if someone steals it i could still get the recording i could get the recording of them stealing it you know yeah and yeah. and like like ring doorbell or any of the other ones that i am not affiliated with <laughs> way or form um but what we like about ring is that they have ring neighborhood so you could go and download the ring app for your phone uh -huh. even though you don't have ring and see everybody's cameras Oh, I so didn't know that. Share it, they share it so that if someone tried to break in their house or Christmas time, steal packages from their porch, uh -huh. they share that with everybody in their neighborhood so they can say, hey, that guy stole my package. Wow. That's great to know. I, I didn't know that. I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah. And you could put it in a uh, whatever circumference you want around your house. You could just have it as a town. You know, you could have it as Chicago if you wanted it that big, but you're getting tons of video. Yeah, you know, never sleep nights if you had. Right, sleep. right. I I just put it around my my girlfriend's block so she knows what's going on, and I'm like, you'll be alerted if something's going on in your neighborhood. And she's like, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's you know? great. So yeah. here's a couple of things on the cloud. First off, you're responsible for um, configuring it correctly. You mentioned Amazon Web Services, AWS. Some of the biggest breaches that happened this year and last year happened on that cloud. And it's because yep. they, were un, they were misconfigured. They were not configured correctly. Mm -hmm. And that falls back on the company IT normally. It might be a consultant or it might be something, but that falls back on the company that's renting the cloud space. The other thing is if, if you're a small company and you're doing it, let's say you're doing it with 
Well, you can still do it with AWS. AWS uh, leases space in all increments. Google has uh, has the same opportunity, and we're talking about commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but you still got that responsibility. You also, I'm amazed that people will will put passwords. You know, the the most Simple. popular password in America for years. I mean, 12, 15 years was password or some form of it. Yep. Password one, two, three, or, you know, the at sign for the A and the zero for the O. Sure. Well, it, it's re been replaced recently by one that used to be number two, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then those that are really secure, uh, you know, add seven, eight, nine to it. That's not a password. That's just consecutive numbers. A that's hacker doesn't something. have to use that's cracking right. software. He can guess those. Mm -hmm. So it, it's you got to have a strong password. You can have the the best alarm system in the world, but if your if your password is let me in, well, you're going to be letting a lot of people in. So, oh, yeah. and then and then to follow that up is is people using all their common information that they have on social media sites. They're using their kids' names. They're using their pets' names. They're using their favorite baseball, football team. You yeah. know, if you go on to someone's social media site and they're an active, really active person, you can tell right away who's if they have a favorite author, if they have, you know, all their kids, if they have grandkids even, you know, that they're using all that information and people are trying it, especially if they're targeting you, Yeah. you know, if they're targeting you, you know, they could spend weeks, months gathering information and using that. Yeah. You have, you have just given the gift to the social engineer and there's zillions of them on Facebook. Many of them have 50, hundred accounts so mm -hmm. they can befriend just about anybody they want. I, I will never forget back when I had a Facebook account and I don't have, I'll never have a Facebook account again. So if you get in a friend, friend me or whatever it's called, you get an invite from me. It's bogus. It's not from me. So, oh. but, but it, it my, my, I guess my point is a person that I knew, young lady that I knew mm -hmm. filled out one. And then a second one of these things, there were 20 questions, you know, the old game, 20 questions. Yep. Well, there yep. were 20 questions on this thing. And it was, what's your favorite book? And what's your favorite this? And what do you wish you had? And what was your first? All the stuff that gets used for the the uh, security questions on websites. She put it what, on Facebook. And that yeah, what, once but what twice. Street, what street did you live on? What yeah. grade school did you go to? What was your mom's uh, middle name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? A lot of kids don't see that. And they think it's fun to yeah. fill out. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. We've seen a lot of students in town um, because their parents keep them off of social media mm -hmm. that kids end up sharing a social media account. Yeah. So one kid who may be legitimately with their family using the account is now being used by 12 other people. You don't know who they're talking to. You don't know what they're clicking on. You don't know yeah. what information they're sharing. And you wonder why all of a sudden someone gets hacked. Yeah. Well, John, we're just about out of time. I don't know where it went. Somebody stole it from us when we weren't looking. Um, Always goes so fast. It does. It does. Um, the last one, I'm going to skip five because it'll take more time. Attacks on the Internet of Things. Let's cover that because everybody's got IoT devices. 
There's 50 million of them out there now. It's estimated there'll be 75 million, I think, by 2023, I read the other day. And uh, it's just growing. I mean, uh, uh, same company that I talked about, their headphones have Alexa in it. So yeah. while we're having on, on my headphone, if I'm like, oh, damn, I got to order that from Alexa, instantly, I'm on Alexa it, in my headphones. I'm like, this is, it's out of control. Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, I had to buy the smart fridge, you know, to go with the smart TV, to go with the smart everything else in the house, you know. <laughs> what you know gonna get the smart uh stove gonna get the smart yeah you know it's all gonna be connected smart washer and dryer everything you know someone someone could hack my house and wash my clothes <laughs> um more than likely they it, i remember the the and this is a true story or at least what i read said it was a true story a guy was uh, i think he was divorced from his from his ex-wife got the house i guess but he had all the codes to the to the smart thermostat. So yeah. he just kept, you know, in the winter, he put the air on and, and ruined the air conditioner. In the summer, he put the, the heat on and ruined the, the furnace. They yeah. couldn't figure out what was going on because they weren't home when it happened. I, you know, it's funny, but if you're replacing that stuff. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, or remember back when... Um, uh, when people were taking over Apple tablets yeah, and when the kids were using them, they were all of a sudden, you know, zooming with them or FaceTiming with them, you know, through their devices. And they're like, who's a strange person. I mean, that capability is still there, but you don't ever see those attacks anymore. No, no, but you do on the, on the other, the, the, uh, baby monitors that are taken over. Um, yep. Absolutely. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. Ring, I, I've heard uh, initially, I, I don't have a ring. I'm the opposite from you. I don't have any smart devices. <laughs> I don't want it. I, I'm in this stuff too much. It, nah, no, thank you. <laughs> um, but, but Ring, I was told, um, had no security at all when it first came out. Yeah. And, and yeah. so it got hacked all the time. People and, were getting uh, videos and stuff like that. No different than Zoom. I mean, yeah. look, before Zoom had uh, the waiting room, people realized that they could hack corporate meetings just for laughs. Um, well, you know, I've had Zoom for years and I always used the, the uh, not the, uh, the waiting room. I always yeah. used the waiting room and I always had, uh, it gave you um, uh, a password and you could change that password anytime you wanted. Well, I did that. It just seemed natural to do it. It never occurred to me that nobody else did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zoom bombing became a, a you know, a fad, I a guess. Fad, fads yeah. come and gone, sure, because because people, you know, learn from it, you know, and that's that's what we have to do is teach treat things like a fad. Mm -hmm. Okay, it affected you before. This is what it did. This is how you're going to perfect, you, you know, defend yourself, and we'll make it a fad that has gone away. That's the way we have to treat stuff. Well said, John. We're down to three minutes, so let me say who, say who we are again and how to catch us. Absolutely. And uh, and if we've got time, uh, a last word from you or at least your email address. Absolutely. So you've been listening to the Information Playground. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. I, I always enjoy conversations with John, whether they're recorded or not. Uh, we always have a good time. Um, you can catch us at WVLP 
That's 103.1 FM if you're in Valparaiso. Stream us. Uh, we're on Monday mornings from 8 to 9, Friday afternoons from 1 to 2. Catch us on any of the podcast channels or the uh, YouTube channel at uh, the Information Playground. And I'm Ron Bush. Ron at ronbushconsulting.com is my email. John, how can people reach you? That's the fastest I've ever done that. Absolutely. That was phenomenal. That was <laughs> dead, dead on. Uh, uh, you can get me at uh, Munster Police. Uh, you can email me at j-l-o-h-r-e-n-t-z at monster.org. And uh, we can assist you with uh, anything that you got going on. I've uh, assisted other police departments in Crestwood and uh, from, from Illinois to, to Indiana and uh, more than willing to help. Great, great. Well, thanks for being on. It's always fun. And always, uh, always fun. Enjoy it. Anybody has any questions, email me if you got questions for John or I don't know. Or send questions in for the show for next time. There you go. There you go. Something that, that you want us to be serious about or have fun with either. Well, we'll probably have fun with it either. Anyway, um, Side send them to John or send them to me or both. Uh, love to hear from you. And uh, info at WVLP.org is the, is the station. It'd be great to include them, especially if you're interested in underwriting any of their programs. They'd love to hear from you. So with that, we're out of time. Thank you, John. And have a great Christmas, everyone. Excellent.